Welcome to a Sterling Harris Ministries teaching of thriving in a love relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Victory and God's best for you. Hi, welcome to Sterling Harris Ministries. And we just want to welcome you today and to let you know we love you. And we're going to talk about really a subject that is near and dear to my heart and really is the is the crux of our ministry here at Sterling Harris Ministries is, is helping you start and develop a love relationship with Jesus and move you from a maybe religion-based, worst-based mindset that, that never has quite filled that void in your heart to move you into a, a working love relationship with God uh, through the blood of Jesus, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, through the love of the God the Father, and move you into this relationship where you experience God so powerfully on a daily basis. And so what we're going to do is we're going to challenge you today to go on a two-week journey with us and start experiencing God and start knowing God from a heart-based level. So this is kind of how the challenge works. First, we're going to talk about what really knowing God is. So there's two types of knowing in the Bible. There's knowing, which is a head knowledge, which a lot of us have. I know that God exists. I've given my life to Jesus. I've, I've, I've confessed in my mouth. I've believed in my heart. I've given my life over to Him. See, you know about God. See, that's a knowing by head knowledge. And then there's a knowing what the Bible talks about knowing God is with the heart, heart knowledge. So the best way I can kind of describe this to you is, is my grandmother's fried chicken. Her fried chicken, I can tell you how mouth-watering it is, how crispy it is, how well-seasoned it is. I mean, she fries it in bacon fat. It's got to be great, right? So I can tell you, your mouth is probably watering right now. But see, until you've tasted and seen and experienced the goodness for fried chicken, you really aren't going to know how good it really is. So I want to give you a second analogy. We gave the analogy of my grandmother's fried chicken. And so as far as experiential-based knowledge is concerned, I wanted to also give you an analogy of something that we've all probably experienced at one point in our life is being in love. So when you're in love with somebody, when you're in a relationship with somebody, you love them, you want to experience them. You want to think about them all day. You keep that their, their, their kind of focus on your mind, which is what we're talking about is keeping your mind focused on God at all times, just like you would a person you were really in love with. Uh, you always want to, when you live in love with somebody, you want to text them, you want to call them, you want to hear their voice. God wants you to, to talk to them and hear His voice and spend time with them and involve them in everything that you do, just like you would a regular relationship. So if you want relationship results, you work your relationship with God like a relationship. It seems simple, but a lot of people don't do it. A lot of times I'll say to people, like, how is your prayer life with God? And if your prayer life or how you talk to God and how you listen to Him was based on a relationship with your significant other, would it be a healthy relationship? How would that relationship look? They usually give me this look like, uh, not that good. <laughs> and I say, I don't tell you that to condemn you. I'm just saying if you start working this thing like a relationship, you'll get a relationship results. And so if you start approaching God like, like He's a person that you're really in love with, because really God wants you to be in love with Him as much as He's in love with you. That's awesome. We all want to be at some aspect of our lives, love, accept, and understood. And God does all those things for us. So I just want to encourage you to work it like a relationship you would with a person that you're really in love with. I hope that helps. So that is experiential knowledge of knowing God by an experience-based level. And so that's what this two-week challenge is really about. It's about help, helping you develop a lifestyle of worship, 
a lifestyle as a living sacrifice to the Father and really developing on who you are, which you're, you're called to be His child. You're called to worship and, and give God praise and glory and everything that you do. You're called to be the light of the world. So we're going to kind of teach you how to do that and give you some, give you some basic tools on how to take this two-week journey with us and start developing your love relationship with Jesus and fall deeper in love with Him. Isn't that great? So this is kind of how the challenge works. From the moment you get up in the morning to the moment you go to bed at night, you're, you're keeping God on your, on your mind and your heart at all times and you're focusing on Him. And, and the really good thing is, how many of us talk to ourselves, right? No, just me? I'm sure a lot of us do that. A matter of fact, all of us do. For those of you who are in denial, we all talk to ourselves and we all answer ourselves. And so I, I, I kind of tell people, everybody hears voices. It depends on which voices you're listening to. If you're listening to the voice of your spirit and listen to the voice of God, you're going to be in good shape. You're listening to His Word, you're going to be in good shape. You're listening to that, the, the devil on the, other, on the other shoulder, not so good. So I often, often talk to people and say they say that, you know what, Sterling, I can't find time for God with all this busyness. I've got kids. I've got the job. I've got everything. And I often tell people, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And that sounds, it's a very simplistic approach, but people say, I don't have the time. I, I can't it seem to involve God in my life because I'm so busy. And I always tell people, it's not God or this. It's not God or your job, God or your kids, God or your marriage. It's God and your marriage, God and your kids, God and your job. I try to do from the time I wake up in the morning to the time I go to bed at night, I try a way to infuse God in every single aspect of my life. So let me give you kind of just a, some daily tools that I use. When I wake up in the morning, I literally, before I get out of bed, I just say, I love you, Jesus. And then I just kind of sit there and pause. And sometimes I'll give a thought of, I love you back, or I'll see an image of, of a heart in my mind. There'll be something, or maybe a, a sense of peace will come over my spirit. And then I'll say, Lord, who do you say I am? And I'll, be, I'll start to get these thoughts of you're blessed, you're beautiful, uh, you're, you're faithful, all these different things that kind of God pours in my heart on a daily basis. And so before I even got out of bed, I've already kind of tuned in to the presence of God, which kind of we call this, the positive snowball effect of faith. And then while I'm brushing my teeth, I'm talking to God about my day and just praising Him for waking me up in the morning. And, and as I'm praising Him, I'm also listening to these maybe these prevailing thoughts I'm getting about, about His Word or about His love or how much He loves me. And even the days I'm feeling heavy, I'm just steadily casting my cares upon Him. Lord, I'm concerned about this and I'm just casting this on you with my job or with my kids or with my wife. And, I, and I'll even in the shower, just cast, Lord, I'm just casting this on you. I'm releasing my will over to you. And so that's also an act of worship. And while I'm getting ready in the morning, while I used to like turn on the t television and watch the news or something like that, I try to get tuned in to the Lord's frequency first. So when I even look at the news or talk to somebody, I'm looking through the eyes of the finished works of Jesus Christ. I'm looking through the eyes of God's love and grace when I, when I talk to people, when I view people. And so I'll often either turn on a, a, what, what I have is a Bible app that'll read it to you. There are a lot of Bible apps out there that'll actually read you the Word. So a lot of times I'll either have that read me the Bible, a couple books in the Bible, mostly the New Testament, while I'm getting ready for the morning. 
Or what I'll do a lot of times is I'll turn on like a really great preacher that I like and I'll get some inspired teaching and preaching. And so I'm always feeding my spirit. I'm always kind of getting the Word in me. I'm living this lifestyle of worship. So even before I get out of, out of the house to go to work, I've tuned into some of the Word. I've got some inspired teaching and preaching. I've heard fresh words from the Father about me. I've casted you know, my cares for the day about my to-do list for the day. I've casted it upon God and I've said, God, I thank you that I just pray over my to-do list. Lord, Lord, show me what I need to do today. Lord, help me make this to-do list. I even taught to him while I'm making my to-do list. And, I, and, and a lot of times God will give me this order in my mind that will come to my mind. And I'll just say, Lord, I thank you that you're empowering me to do all these things, Lord. And I just thank you and I praise you, Father. If there's anything in my day, Father, that, that I'm going to go through, Lord, I thank you that you'll see me through. And I thank you I'll overcome it by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony, Father. And, and not loving my own life unto death, but just loving you, Lord, and knowing that by your word, Father, that I can overcome anything. And I'll just begin to talk to him like that, and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll just get still, and I'll listen to what he's saying to me. I used to just like talk and pray and then just get up and go about my day. But I realized when I would involve God in my day and, and everything, even when adversity came against me, which it will. Uh, this is not saying that when you do this that something's not going to come at you. It, it, it's, it's things that, it's life's still going to come at you. This, but how you approach it and how you view it and your perception about everything is going to change because your heart's changing. Your lens that you view life with, your God goggles, is changing. So I often tell people, if you can talk to yourself, you can talk to God. Because how many of us know, I often tell people, when I talk to myself, I don't seek good counsel. <laughs> so I often tell people, if you can talk to yourself all day, why not talk to God? Talk to the creator of the universe who can give you some wisdom, some knowledge, some love, some peace, some joy. Talk to a being that can change it all. Talk to him and have him give you. And a lot of times I'll start talking to God about something and all of a sudden my thoughts will be, become ordered. Or I'll get some wisdom or I'll get some peace, that, a sense of peace that will come over me. Or I'll, sometimes I'll even get a piece of a scripture that I'll just kind of feel rise to my mind. So, and God's always ordering and directing our steps. When we get tuned into His Word, oftentimes He'll bring the Word to our hearts. And it says in, in, in Colossians 3.17, Whatever you do in word or deed, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So during the day when I find myself, my, my mind kind of gets off track, as it, it's going to do. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Give yourself plenty of grace, plenty of love when you take this two-week challenge and just live this lifestyle in general, because your mind is kind of going to get off track a lot. What I do to bring my mind back is I just say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I might say thank you, Jesus, 30 or 40 times a day, but it keeps me in an attitude of gratitude, and it keeps me tuned in. It reminds me, give myself some grace. Jesus loves me, and I'm thankful for what He did for me on the cross, and I'm thankful for what He did for me to allow not only me to get to heaven, but heaven to get into me. It's awesome, right? And so... It just reminds me, like when somebody asks me a question, I'll say, just in my mind, or beneath my breath, I'll say, Holy Spirit, help me. And then all of a sudden, what was maybe jumbled up in my mind, well, I'll see kind of a clear path, and I'll, sometimes I'll start speaking some wisdom to them, and I'll be like, I know this didn't come from me because I'm not that wise. And it'll come from my spirit. It'll come from God because I involved Him in it. Anytime I post on Facebook or post on Instagram, I pray about what I'm going to write or what I'm going to post. Anytime I send an email or anytime I, I give someone some advice or talk to someone, I say, Holy Spirit, help me with this. God, help me with this. Lord, give me the wisdom. 
to do this. I live a lifestyle of worship and involving God in this two-way communication. So when I find myself talking to myself, I say, oh, see, I'm talking to somebody that, that doesn't have as much wisdom as the creator of the universe. Why not talk to, to a being that sees around the corner, that knows what you need five days from now, five years from now, 50 years from now. He knows and sees the world in this 360 view and how it all fits together. Talk to him. He can change things. And as he changes your heart, as you go to him and live in this lifestyle, you'll start developing this experiential knowledge of God and start experiencing him in a powerful, powerful way by involving him and infusing him in every area of your life. I used to think God was this like guy up in heaven or this God up in heaven that just kind of had his arms crossed like this and he was just waiting for me to mess up so he could zap me. And I used to think this word that we have before us now, I used to think it was a, a book of rules instead of a, what it really is. It's a love letter from God to me. And now that I look at it like that, I look at it in a different perception. I don't lo- no longer look at God as somebody who wants to zap me, but somebody who wants to love on me, somebody who lives inside me, somebody who wants to be involved in every single aspect of my life, somebody who wants to be my friend, my God, my Father, my provider, my everything. And he wants to, He's empowered me to do it through His Spirit, someone who wants to bless my life in every area of my life. So I have a total different perception of God because I begin to experience Him as Father. I begin to experience Him as provider. I begin to experience Him as friend. And we have unlimited VIP access to the Father. It says, come to the throne of grace boldly in any time you need. And I just come to that throne day after day after day on everything that I do. And God wants to be involved in every aspect of your life. There's not one thing that you put in front of God, that you involve God in, that He won't bless. There's 7 billion people on this earth. He's looking for more people to involve Him in more things every day in every way. I used to not want to bother God. And then I realized that was a lie from hell. God wants to be involved in every single aspect of your life. From the time you get up in the morning to the time you go to bed at night. So I just want to encourage you to, to involve God in your life, to use this two weeks, and as you find yourself talking to yourself, say, you know what, I'm going to talk to God instead. And so there's some practical kind of things that we want to, we, kind of tools that we want to give you that, that I do a lot of times is like, so during my workout, what I often do is I'll pray between sets. Lord, I thank you for the strength. I thank you for your favor that you're giving me in this situation. A lot of times if I'm at the gym, I'll listen to some inspired teaching and preaching on my podcast. We have a podcast on iTunes and on SoundCloud that you can listen to as well as other inspired teaching and preaching. A lot of times I'll get my Bible app out and I'll have, I'll have it read me four or five books of the Bible. Sometimes I can get through three or four books in the New Testament working out an hour. So I feed not only my spirit, but also I take care of my body. So, which is the temple of the Most High God. So, in any time that anytime someone would ask me a question, I say, okay, you kind of ask that old adage, what would Jesus say? What would Jesus do? That's actually, you know, it's kind of a cliche saying, but it works. It'll, it'll get you, you kind of tuned in. And so, we want to encourage you to do that. Read the Word. Have it read to you. Uh, listen to inspired teaching and preaching. Listen to worship music. That's a great way to practice, practice the presence of God. Use those positive affirmations. Holy Spirit, help me. Read those positive affirmations. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Throughout the day, and just try your best to even before you before you do something, you say, Lord, just help me with this. Lord, I thank you that your favor is on this work meeting. Lord, I thank you that you're that you're blessing my wife today. That you're blessing my husband today. Lord, I thank you that you're helping me respond properly to my kids. When your kids do something, release 
that tension, release that irritation as you're getting them ready for school in the morning. That's, that's also getting things out of your heart that the devil tries to put in. Getting those things out, that's an act of worship too. You're doing God's Word. You're loving people. You're loving yourself. You're allowing God to love you. Those are all things that you're practicing the presence of God in a mighty way. And that's then you begin to develop and see this relationship for what it truly is, which is an awesome, awesome blessing. So we just want to encourage you. There's a lot of stuff on our website. We have this teaching on our website. You can go there and we have like a, a laundry list, of like probably 20 or 30 things that you can do to practice the presence of God. Just simple tools that you can use every day. Some of them I, I've, I've kind of told you here, but there's more stuff on our website. So we just want to encourage you to visit us at sterlingharris.org for those. And you can just look for the two-week challenge uh, for practicing the presence of God and falling deeper in love with, with Jesus. And just want to encourage you to read God's Word, involve them in everything that you do, take some of these little key things that I'm talking to you about, and pray over your spouse, pray over your kids out loud. Let them hear the things that you want to bless their life with. It'll bless their heart so abundantly. There's so many things that you can involve God in in every single day. It's kind of like if I said, hey, Bill Gates wants to adopt you. Bill Gates wants to bless you. He wants to go everywhere with you and just and just give you all the money you need, all the favor you need to get accomplish whatever you need. You'd be like, oh, that's a pretty cool deal. Because Bill Gates has got he's got money, he's got clout, he's got, you know, he's got some power in this world. But Bill Gates is just, he's just, he's a speck of dust when it comes to God. Yes, God loves him, but compared to the power that God has, Bill Gates ain't doing nothing. <laughs> So I just want to encourage you to kind of look at God like the favorite actress that you follow on, on Facebook or on Instagram or, or you know, the, the favorite celebrity that you, that you have that you follow like in the Us magazine or, or you know, the favorite TV show that you watch. You are almost like the Cowboys or, or the, you watch a sports team. You get so engulfed in, in kind of following what they're doing. And I just encourage you know, to go after God with even more zeal than that. But that's a good place to start. Follow him, mimic him, do what he does, and live in this love relationship that is so abundant and that void in your heart that none of those things that I named could fill will begin to be filled and it will fill up and you'll live in this daily victory, this daily blessing that God wants to bless you with and impart you with. So I just want to encourage you as you take this two-week challenge and you find yourself talking to yourself, start talking to God, involve God in everything you do, and give yourself some grace, give yourself some, some love, have fun. God is a God of fun. He's a God of pleasure. He wants to be involved in your life and He wants to bless you abundantly. And even when some tough things come your way, because you guarantee the devil's going to come at you and try to, do some, try, try to do some things, but don't be scared. He's a defeated foe. So just speak to him and say, I rebuke you by the blood of Jesus. Uh-uh, get out of here. And you say, by the name of Jesus, get out of here. And you begin to release those things over to God. And man, you'll get this snowball effect, the faith in the positive way. You'll just roll wide over whatever the enemy's trying to do to hinder this love relationship, man. Because this is where the power is, is in this daily, moment-by-moment worship of a love relationship with Jesus, man. And it's so awesome. It has changed and revolutionized my life. It is the one thing that I can tell you that has made my life the most abundant is involving God in every single area of my life. And so you have those little victories which lead you to living a victorious life. The victory that Jesus Christ purchased for you. So we just want to thank you for taking this two-week challenge with us and really continue this two-week challenge for the rest of your life. We just want to say, hey, take this two weeks, devote this, and see the power yourself. Experience, taste and see 
that the Lord is good. Taste and see, this is revolutionary. Taste and see, this is the good stuff. Taste and see that that void in your heart will be filled. For those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, Jesus said, will be filled. That's right, standing with the Father, which you have as a believer in Jesus Christ. So have fun. Give yourself a whole bunch of grace. Talk to God. Listen to what He's saying. Carry on that two-way dialogue. And man, we just want to say that we love you at Sterling Harris Ministries. Please visit our, us, our website at sterlingharris.org. And remember, Jesus loves you. Have a blessed and empowered day. Thank you. <laughs> Live in the victory, baby. That's what it's all about. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another Sterling Harris Ministries teaching. For this and other inspired teaching and preaching, visit us at sterlingharris.org. And always remember, Jesus loves you.